Micronesian leaders have warned the United States against further delaying congressional approval for federal funding arrangements to their respective countries. An assigned letter to Washington dated 6th of February, Serengorps Jr. of Palau, Hilda Haini of the Marshall Islands and Wesley Simena of Micronesia say delays to approving their compacts of free association has opened their countries up to economic exploitation by competing political actors in the Pacific. RNZ Pacific's Marshall Islands correspondent Giff Johnson says the countries had anticipated being able to access the funding late last year. He spoke with Caleb Fotheringham, who began by asking how big of a problem this was for the Micronesian nations. I think it's going to be a major issue for all three countries if the, if the new funding agreements uh, in, the, in the compacts for Palau, the FSM, and the Marshall Islands are not approved by the Congress. And right now they're languishing in the midst of, of just the general dysfunction of the U.S. Congress and its inability to pass legislation. There doesn't seem to be any particular opposition to the compacts. It's just they haven't found a legislative vehicle that they can get it through on. And so, like, for now, the Marshall Islands, I mean, the Marshall Islands was forced by the U.S., at the end of last year to dip into its trust fund, right? The first country to have to dip into its trust fund, which it shouldn't be touching for another 20 years. And so that's a problem uh, long-term to do with the stability and the size of its trust fund in the future, but they got the money to use, right? So they're okay for now. Same with like the FSM and Palau. I mean, everybody's, on ongoing, like, same-level funding from previous, but the fiscal year of the U.S. ends September 30, and uh, Palau actually is in a little bit different situation because it has a bunch of loans that are due, and it was counting on compact bump-up to manage its loan situation. So the longer it plays out in the U.S. Congress and doesn't get approved, yes, it's going to have financial repercussions on the islands. And I would say that's, you know, that that's something that everybody has got to be concerned with out here. When were the funding uh, arrangements meant to start coming in? Okay, so the, the previous 20-year funding arrangement expired September 30 last year. And the hope had been that the, these would be approved in time so that it could simply be adopted by the Congress and it would be October 1 last year. Things would have just rolled into a new period. Now, despite the fact that Palau and the FSM signed off on their compacts back in May of last year, May, June, um, they were held up waiting for the marshals, the marshals, I mean, the Marshalls had legitimate issues with the U.S. The U.S. government has not come to the table on the nuclear legacy. It's taken a terrible policy toward the Marshall Islands on the nuclear legacy. And I hope people in the Pacific region understand this, that the U.S. government is not playing ball with the Marshall Islands on its nuclear legacy. So there were a lot of things up in the air, and ultimately the Marshall Islands was pretty much backed into a corner and signed off in October uh, of the agreement. And, and that delay came with the penalty that they were forced to 
uh, dip into their trust fund instead of like FSM got a continuing resolution from the Congress, continuing resolution, meaning they just continued previous previous level funding uh, uh, in the new fiscal year to, to keep the island solvent. Um, and Palau actually is on a different schedule. Their compact officially doesn't expire until the end of this year. So they're still in getting funding. It's just that there were changes made in the new agreements that obviously increased the value. And so everybody was counting on this. So again, the point being the longer the Congress doesn't pass the compact legislation for these three North Pacific countries, uh, the more precarious their financial situations will become. Right. And you you sort of mentioned it before, but is it okay if you just explain what the U.S. is saying, um, why why it's been delayed? You mean why what why the, what's going on behind the delay? Yeah, what's going on behind uh, the, the delay? The, so I don't see. For me, I don't understand why they don't simply uh, introduce the legislation as standalone legislation. However, I'm, I am aware that there is this system in the U.S. Congress where when new money is required, they have this requirement that you have to offset it, meaning you have to take away money from some other budget lines in order to accommodate the new spending, I guess, due to the fact that the U.S. government's debt is, you know, trillion dollars or whatever it is. So, so in the they they would need a couple billion dollars. The overall agreement with the three freely associated states is set U.S. 7.1 billion for 20 years, and apparently they need uh, about 2.3 billion offset to move this thing through, and they can't find the money to offset it. Well, you you know like the U.S. government also agreed to. The uh, Pacific U.S. Pacific Fisheries Treaty, which requires sixty million dollars a year for ten years, six hundred million dollars. Well, can it deliver on that? Well, it can't deliver on that unless the Congress approves it. You know, so there's a lot of the, this U.S. policy stuff where you know the U.S. says, "Well, we're really focused on the Pacific and we're doing things," but the Congress just can't pass legislation. 